Thank you for listening to Simple Church, where we love God, love others, and serve our world. Tune in today for a life-changing message from our lead pastor, Tom Allen. See, one of the greatest gifts God ever gave to us was freedom. He want, he's free. Nothing limits him. He's unlimited. And he wanted us to experience a lot of that when he created us in his image. But we disobeyed him. We sinned against him. And that put that barrier between us. And ever since then, we've been in bondage. And what's interesting about every one of us is, all through our life, what we're trying to do is to find freedom. But we think it's the way the world says you're going to find it. Have all the pleasure you can grab of every kind. Get all the possessions you can amass. Have all the power and all the position, and then you'll have freedom. And yet, what seems to happen is, the more we seek after the things the world says will fulfill your life, the more it puts us in bondage. And God doesn't want that for your life or for mine. True freedom is only found in knowing Jesus Christ as the forgiver of our sin and then the leader of our life who lives his life out through us. And I think there's a big lie that we've kind of bought into as Christians, which keeps us in bondage more than we even think. And that is the lie that we are to, as, as people who say we believe in Christ as our Savior, we are to imitate Christ. And I want you to know that's a lie. Let me give you a definition of imitation. Imitation is the attempt to copy the behavior observed in other individuals. And so what we go around doing is trying to imitate Jesus. And I want you to know something. You can't imitate Jesus, and neither can I. Because what happens is we try. I'm going to live for Jesus today. I'm going to do this for Jesus. And pretty soon we mess up and we end up saying, what's the use? I can't live this Christian life. And a lot of people give up on the whole thing of their faith. I want to tell you what the Christian life is. It's not a life of imitating Christ. It's a life of impartation. Let me give you a definition of what the word impart means, to impart something, all right? Impartation means the act of giving or granting something to someone else. In other words, instead of trying to imitate Jesus Christ, we are to, first of all, know him as the one who came for us to forgive us of our sinfulness, know him as our Savior, and then every day... All throughout the day, trust him to live his life out through us. What I can't do, he can do. That's the reason the Bible says, Christ in you is the hope of glory. I mean, because Christ is in us, my goodness, there's almost nothing impossible for us. Because whatever he wants to do out through your life and mine, that's tremendous. But if we try to make it happen, then we're doing it in our own strength, and that won't usually happen work out real well. So Jesus tried to get that picture across to us over in John chapter 15, verse 5. He talks about a, a kind of a, a grape, a kind of a, a graveyard kind of uh, idea. And he puts it this way in John 15, 5. He says, I am the vine. All right. The vine is like the trunk of the tree. 
where the roots are out and, and all of the sustenance is there in the vine. All the strength is there in the vine. All the life is there in the vine. He says, I am the vine. I'm your source. I'm your strength. I'm your substance. And he says, you are the branches. So we come off of him. We're the ones that are to bear fruit, but the only reason a branch can bear fruit is because it's connected to the vine. And then he says a very important word. It's a little word called if. You'll notice it. He says, it's not on this one, but in mine it is. And I have the right version here, okay? Uh, he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. And then in my version it says, if you remain in me. If you remain in me. That word if is very important because it involves a choice. You see, every day, all day long, we have the choice. Am I going to put my trust and deliver my source from Jesus? Or am I going to put my trust in me or someone else and try to get my substance and my source from them? So he says, if you remain in me, the vine, and I remain in you, in other words, all of my substance is flowing in you and through you, then he says, you will bear much fruit. But then he gives us the warning. Apart from me, you can do nothing. See, and that's our problem with imitation, is because when we say, I'm going to go out and I'm going to imitate Christ today, <laughs> no, you aren't. Because the minute we start trusting in ourselves to do that, we're disconnected from the vine. And you know what happens when you take a branch off of the vine? It wilts and it withers and it loses all of its resource. It dies. The Lord says, every day, realize where your strength comes from. Realize where your source comes from. It's from me. And when you're connected to me, man, there's just almost no limit. You can, without me, you can do nothing. But with me, all things are possible. So what I want to do this morning is just very briefly share three words that close off this series, but kind of summarize everything we have learned. The first action step, if we're going to live out freedom daily, is this word. It's the word declare. Let's find, there we go. The first action step to live out our freedom daily is declare. And what we declare is our victory over sinfulness. Understand, this is review, but when Jesus died on the cross, he defeated Satan and sin and death and hell. He had victory over all of that. And when we come to know him as the forgiver of our sin and the leader of our life, everything he bought for us on the cross becomes ours. So once we're saved, once we become believers in Jesus Christ and know that our sinfulness is forgiven, then at that point, he becomes our source for victory. We declare, I have victory over sinfulness. Romans 6.11 puts it this way. I just love it. It says, so you also should consider. Okay, that's a math term. It means count or calculate. You also should consider yourselves. Another way to put it is, you also should declare yourselves dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Jesus 
Christ. Okay? Now, to, to live free from sin, we must daily conclude that in Christ we have died to sin's power and we declare ourselves dead to it. Let me review one more time. Before we become believers in Christ, we are all children. The Bible's very clear. We looked at the scriptures through this series. The Bible says we are children of Satan. And nothing we do is enough to ever please God, to make us righteous in his sight. When Jesus Christ died on the cross and paid our penalty, he made the way for us to become children of God. And the Bible says all who believe in him are given the authority, the power, the right to be called children of God. So we have a new father. We have a new relationship as children. Now, our everyday challenge is, will I obey my father or will I disobey my father? That's that if you remain in me thing. If. Will I obey my father Will I disobey my father? And what the Lord says is, don't disobey your father by giving in to your fleshly desires. See, those desires, anytime you and I say, Lord, I want you to be the leader, the Lord of my life, and I want you to live your life out through me for at least that 10-second period of time that we're doing that. That's why every 10 seconds we just need to keep. Our, our commitment is all day long, all through the day. I am yours, Lord. You're the leader. I'm not. You're my Lord. I'm not the Lord. And all day long, we are trusting him, relying upon him, to be the leader of our lives. Those desires are powerless when they're yielded to the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you, Christ, than he that is in the world. So the first thing we declare is that because of Jesus Christ, our sinfulness is removed. And through him, as long as we stay remaining in him, we keep our focus on him, our trust is in him, we have all that he bought for us, all that victory and all of that, that, that winning that he bought for us on the cross of Calvary. So the first word in staying free is, I declare God's victory over sinfulness in my life. Now, our freedom continues to be real in our lives when we do the second thing. Not only declare, but then there's a daily decision. We decide. We decide something. Romans talks about it. Notice what it says in Romans 6, 12. It says, do not let sin. And for a Christian, sin is walking by our flesh. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to your sinful or your fleshly desires. Now, we've got to understand something. When we died with Jesus Christ, okay, and, and, and when he died on the cross, we were really represented by him. He was dying for us. We, through him, have died to sin. So when we died with Christ, sin changed from me to it. Let me explain that. I used to be a sinner, me, dead to God because of my sinfulness. When I receive Christ, that sinfulness is all removed because the price has been paid. 
He took care of that on the cross and defeated our sinfulness and Satan and death and hell. And now in Christ, here's what sin is. It's an it. It's not me anymore because I'm forgiven. But sin now is an it. It's a power. It's an influence that tries to get that one last little remnant of, our, of, of, the, of the curse of sin to obey it instead of Christ. Understand, our bodies are a three-part being. I'm a body, but I'm a soul and a spirit. My soul and spirit have been redeemed. They are already assured a place in heaven with the Lord as his children, as his child. I am redeemed in my soul and my spirit. Me, I'm redeemed. But my body is still under a curse. Okay? This body is, not, is the only thing that hasn't been glorified. This body is still under that curse of death. That's why it has to die. But the Lord says, I've already bought the victory over that because the minute your soul and spirit die, they go to be with me. They never die. Your body is this thing that still has the sting of death on it. And it's in this body, because I'm trapped in this body, that there is the potential for this world system, the curse of sin that's in this world, and, and the prince and the power of the air, there is still that potential for this flesh to be tempted. Okay, So, Paul says in Romans, do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. So in Christ, sin is now just an it. It used to control me. It used to be my master. But now it has no power over me. I'm not a sinner anymore. I'm forgiven. I'm a child of God with all the power over sin that gives me. Now it's Christ in me, not sin in me. Do you understand? Because I will tell you, we'll never be free until we understand that. Because we'll keep going around beating ourselves silly. Because in our flesh, we're temptable. And we have the desire at times to yield to our flesh instead of walking by the Spirit. And Paul says, don't do that. Sin is no longer you. Sin is just an it. It's a thing that's out in this world that's trying to get you to walk by your flesh. That one last little temptable part of you that hasn't yet been redeemed until you get your glorified body. Don't walk by that. Walk by the Spirit. So now, that's why if you're new here, we call it our every 10-second experience. <laughs> and I said last week, I think I can live for Jesus for nine seconds. I really think I can. But that 10 second will mess me up every time, okay? So our every 10 second decision, so to speak, is to decide. I decide. I will obey my Father. Oh God, you who are the vine and I'm the branch, give me the resource, the strength, the, the conviction, the desire to obey you instead of to walk by my flesh and what it wants. Galatians 5 verses 13 and 16 put it this way. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, 
But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. In other words, you are free, but don't let that be freedom to walk by the flesh. He goes on and he says, to satisfy your sinful nature. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. That means decide to obey your Father, to walk by the Spirit, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature or flesh craves. So, first of all, we declare our victory over sinfulness. And the second thing for living free is to decide every 10 seconds of every day, Lord, I want to walk your way. I want to be, as Wade said, I want to be led by you. I want to be led by your spirit. Every step I take, that's the only place where there's real freedom. That leads us to the third word, and that word is devote. Devote. And what we devote is the members of our body to Jesus Christ. So the way we don't walk by the flesh, see, because the body's the only thing that yet hasn't been redeemed. I'm redeemed, my soul, my spirit. The Bible says, as far as he's concerned, I'm already seated in the heavenlies with him because time means nothing to God. But this body's the one thing that I have to live in as long as I have life on this earth. And, and the Bible's very, very clear. You devote the members of your body to Jesus Christ. Let me read Romans 6.13. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. That means don't let your mind become an instrument to go the way of the flesh. Don't let your mouth, don't let your eyes, don't let your ears, don't let your hands, don't let your feet. Don't let any of that part of your body you know, stay so in touch with the vine so that the branch has the fruit of the Spirit living out through it instead of walking by the flesh. Don't let your inner emotions, don't let your stomach, don't let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. What he's saying is devote your body to God. And all through the Bible, it talks about that. Let me give you probably the most famous portion that says it so clearly and succinctly. Romans 12, 1 and 2. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give. That's the word devote. To devote your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be living and holy sacrifices, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Then he goes on and says, don't copy the behavior and custom of this world that you are still trapped in. <laughs> don't copy it. And if there's anything our world's trying to do, I look at these young people and I know what this world is trying to do, to get a hold of their lives, to mess up their minds and to mess up their emotions and to lead their bodies into all kinds of things that are going to put them in bondage instead of in freedom. And we pray for you and try to set an example for you to be those men and women who are led by the Spirit of God and walk by the Spirit, not by your flesh. He goes on and he says, don't copy the behavior and custom of this world, but let God transform you. That's the butterfly thing, the metamorphosis. Don't copy the behavior or custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. 
God wants to get truth into our hearts and our minds so that it penetrates our lives and protects us. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So, here's how we live free. Okay, three things. We declare sin is not my master. We decide I'm not going to let it rule over me. And we devote, God, I present my body to you. Remember, you can't live this Christian life. That's why we never talk around here about imitating Jesus Christ. You can't do it. I can't do it. But once he's living in our lives, then what he wants to do is impart his life, not only in us, but then through us, so that we can be like lights shining in the darkness for others to see Jesus Christ through our lives. So here's a prayer I would recommend that you and I pray every day. Okay? Maybe throughout the day. It goes like this. Jesus, I declare sin is not my master. I decide by your power living in me to not let sin rule over me. And I devote my body to let you live your life out through me. Thank you for your victory, Jesus. Then I would add, I love you. Amen. Um, every day, all day long, I decide. I first of all declare, and then I decide, and then I devote. That, if you and I will let that kind of of uh, of prayer and attitude of heart be ours. Now, I'll tell you what, we'll live free. <laughs> live free. All the power of heaven and earth in me to live free. Don't let anything put you in bondage. Thank you for listening. If you're new or want to know more about our Simple Church family, you can visit us online at simple.church or by downloading our simple.church app.